Hey, Meet Cute listeners, we are Likewise, a recommendation app for TV shows, movies, books, and podcasts used by millions of romance fans just like you. Everyone has a romance trope they can't get enough of. Whether you're into dark romantic fantasies, enemies to lovers, or slow burns, you can discover more of it on Likewise. You can search for specific genres, tropes, or themes and instantly get recommendations picked specifically for you. Download the Likewise app today. Thanks for listening to A Prophecy of Incense and Snow, a new romantic fantasy from Meet Cute. We hope you enjoy the show. His scent woke me. The smell of incense and snow had filled the room as if he was standing over me. Praxis? Was he here? In the castle? Walker, still asleep, turned on his back, exposing his chest. Last night felt like a dream. Walker's hands, his lips, every time he touched me. Someone was coming. Had Praxis's smell grown stronger, or was it the lingering traces of a dream tickling the periphery of my waking mind? I had to think. I jumped to my feet, grabbed a brass candle holder from Walker's desk. Vansa scanned the room. Her eyes flicked over my bed, clearly unslept in. We need to leave now if we want to get to Tower's castle by sunrise. Twenty minutes later, we were armed and fed. Granla was waiting for us at the stables. Ride fast and with purpose. I will defend the defiance to my dying breath. He turned to me with open arms. We embraced. Remember who you are, Atlasif. I wanted to tell him I was terrified, that I'd made a mistake. Instead, I nodded. <laughs> and then the three of us rode off into the still black morning. Starcrit, steady and dependable, closely followed Walker's horse. Vance rode behind, covering our backs. We travelled in silence to the top of Ararat when Walker stopped. Yeah. <laughs> he turned to look behind us and my gaze followed his eyes. In the distance, on the northwestern side of Sif Castle, we could see the small campfires of Praxis's army sprinkled in the valley like stars in the sky. Vansa and Walker stared at each other, their faces heavy. Then Walker turned forward and led us away. Yeah. The castle looked nothing like what I had been taught. Sitting on a small hill, it was surrounded by dead trees, burnt bushes, scarred earth. The main tower, its top in ruins, pierced the inky morning sky like a jagged tooth. I could just make out the royal balcony, fractured, close to where the spire had been. Nothing felt familiar. Nothing felt safe. 
No sign of Praxis. Could we have beat him here? Walker dismounted. Mansa and I did the same. I took Starcrit's reins and followed Walker as we led our horses across the downed drawbridge and past the collapsed gate. Yeah! <laughs> Once inside the castle's walls, the world was pitch black again. The early morning rays couldn't make it past the old, crumbling walls. Did you hear that? My eyes landed on what was surely once tremendous stables. Half now rubble, I could still spot glints of gold in the archway. Praxis boarded his horse. He could be anywhere. We tied our horses to a charred tree stump. Starcrit stared at me. His big black eyes, pools of uncertainty in the darkness. I ran my hand down his regal mane. Don't worry, I'll be back. It's not too late to change your mind. Let's go. We walked in silence, weapons drawn. My heart hammered in my chest. On the steps of the palace, Walker looked back at us once more and then nodded. We entered Tower's castle. We stood in the main hall, letting our eyes adjust to the shadows. Our plan was simple. We would check everywhere. The Defiance had ransacked the vault, but Walker was unsure how many of the other rooms had been explored. Lead the way, Atla. I turned towards the east wing, where Praxis's bedroom was located, and swallowed hard. The sound sent cold shivers down my back. That came from above us. Atla, what's up there? The library. Take us there. I guided us to the nearest staircase, a servant's passage, and took us to the second floor. Walker was by my side. I could feel him, ready to jump in front of me. I paused at the entrance to the library. The heavy oak and iron door cracked open. It could be anywhere. The library had been ravaged. Thick columns wide as three men, large shelves on their sides, piles of books scattered. Everywhere I looked, I saw a perfect hiding place. Walker inspected the perimeter. I watched in horror as he dipped in and out of the shadows, stalking his way through the room. When he made it to the left corner, he froze and my stomach dropped. Vansa rushed towards him. I was close on her heels, but when we reached his side, we saw nothing. Just a small open door leading to a dark staircase. What's this? It leads to the royal quarters, but... Wait! It was too late. Walker stepped in. Up the spiral staircase, we went in silence. And then we heard it. Soft and distant, echoing off the stone walls. The stairwell was interrupted by a landing. From the floor to ceiling, a sea of thick, leafy vines hung, their bottom tips dragging along the floor. Meant to slow us down. I knew this plant, but I could not place it. In the very corners of my memory, ah, I recognized it. Nothing a little hacking can't solve. Suddenly, 
I remembered. Bonsa, no! But a yellow ooze shot out of the vines, covering Vance's exposed fingers. Vance! Vance's fingers were swelling and turning purple. She fell to the floor. Her whole body began to shake. Her eyes rolled to their whites. Vance, no! Walker, desperate and wild, pulled back her sleeves. We saw the purple poison crawling up her forearms. Vance! I couldn't think. Speak, I, I shoved my hands into my pockets and found the seeds. Yanta's seeds were still there. Move! I shoved them into my mouth and started grinding them in my teeth. The bits turned into a thick paste. She's not breathing, Atla. I spit the pulp into my hands and coated Vance's fingers. I was... I was dead. Vance, don't move. The salve is still pulling out the poison. Vance, stay here. Atla, do you know how to get through? Sargras. It's an enchanted vine of the southern deserts. Uh, yes. I raised my arms and began to murmur, Pre-tamorphislota. Air in the room swirled, and a gust of wind blew past us. It's raining. The rain hit the dry vines. They hissed and sizzled like water on a hot griddle. You know how to summon a storm. Elemental magic, remember? I was trained in horticulture. Never in my wildest dreams did I dare imagine a woman could be so. He traced the line of my lips with his finger. The magic when we touched had morphed into something familiar during the night. Something welcomed. Praxis. We went higher. Higher into the tower. Finally, we reached the foyer of the royal quarters, its door blown off. Soft music played, and a wall torch illuminated a strange wall of silver sparkles separating us from the royal quarters. A trap. We walked closer to the twinkling, our eyes adjusting. A sea of swords. Moving in a whirl. Walker began to murmur charms under his breath. I watched the strange metal shimmers move through the room, never once hitting into each other, constantly swirling. Rhythmically, to the music. Walker! Walker! They're dancing, the, the waltz of Admar. It's, it's an ancient formation. Well, how do we get through? We have to dance across the room. I don't know how. Walker scanned the floor and picked up a small rock that was lying there. He threw the pebble into the moving horde before us. <sighs> a sword moved with the speed and venom of a king cobra, slicing through the piece of gravel before it could even touch the ground. That's one misstep. There's no time to teach you. I have to keep going. Atla. He pulled me into his arms and brought his lips to my ear. Stop him and come back to me. Walker, I... Now, Atla! Before it's too late! 
I sprung from his arms and rushed towards the dancing knives. I didn't breathe. My feet followed every step, every turn. I reached the end of the room, collapsed, panting, and then... I smelled him again. I walked alone through the royal quarters. Praxis's scent grew stronger. Incense and snow. Incense and snow. I could feel him. Something deep in my chest drew me forward as if I was pulled by a string. Finally, a pale glimpse of morning light, the huge doors to the royal balcony wide open, their white gauze curtains blowing, beckoning me. I tightened the grip on my sword's hilt, and then walked out onto the stone platform. I saw him before he saw me, at the far end of the balcony, his back to me, his hands on the banister, looking down at the entrance of the castle. Then his whole body became alert. He straightened. Adler. He turned to me. Praxis. Exactly as he'd always been. Tall, slim, with jet black hair and brilliant blue eyes. My Adler. I couldn't look away from him. His high cheekbones, square jaw, his power radiating off of him. It was intoxicating. I was pulled to him. You came. I... I I was worried. He looked tortured and started to move towards me. Adler. I couldn't speak. Praxis moved closer to me, his eyes soft, loving, his scent enveloping me. He raised his hand and tucked a loose piece of hair behind my ear. I was worried they turned you against me. He moved even closer, my skin prickling with his nearness. I should have never doubted you. Praxis put his hand under my chin and gently tilted my face towards his. A breeze tousled his hair. Where is the pearl? Adla, now we can fulfill the prophecy and rule together. He brought his mouth down on mine, pressing a soft kiss on my lips. He tasted sweet. Oh, Adla, how I have dreamed of you. I felt myself start to float away as if I was leaving my body. They told me you... you did unspeakable things. Everything I did was for us. He pulled me tight against him, the curves of my body fitting perfectly with the angles of his, as if we'd done this a thousand times before. And then all at once, I knew he was the one. 
It had always been him. I opened my mouth to speak the words, but something on the edge of my consciousness caught my attention. A, a glimmer of gold, sunlight on a tan face. We'll rule the realm together, as we are meant to. One king, one queen. The haze began to lift. Blurry images floated past, and then I saw him in my mind's eye. Walker. Granda Totium. <laughs> I was too quick. Before Praxis could grab his sword, I stopped him with the freezing charm. With only seconds, I plunged my sword into his stomach. <laughs> ah! <laughs> you traitorous witch! Stan Morris, Scotty! I shot across the balcony, slamming against the railing behind me. <laughs> I knew you'd be brainwashed by that filth. He started towards me, his face contorted in hate. All the beauty I had seen earlier vanished. Now there was just ugliness, pure evil. Stella Smokta! All of the air was sucked from my lungs. I grabbed my neck, desperate for breath. You know, I saw glimpses of you. How you yearned for that territory trash. My vision was dark. I opened and closed my mouth like a fish out of water. He waved his hand and my throat opened. I choked. With a flick of his wrist and a small murmur, he had me on my feet. My body, not my own, floating towards him. Or maybe... He grabbed my face, forcing me to look him in the eyes. Maybe I should enjoy the promise of my wedding night first. Then I saw a flicker of movement behind him. My heart stopped. Ah! Praxis whipped around to face Walker, just as I reached for the handle of Praxis's own sword in his sheath. Stop! Before I could think, before I could second-guess myself, I pulled out Praxis's sword and impaled him from behind. <laughs> he staggered back, his eyes wide and his face frozen in shock. Praxis fell to his knees. Atla, one king, one queen. I knew I watched them, the swords, and memorized the steps. I had to get to you. Are you okay? Did he hurt you? Praxis let out a long, rattled exhale, <laughs> and his eyes clouded over with death. The ground below our feet started to shake. The balcony began to crack. Run! We sped through the royal chamber. The dancing swords were now lifeless and scattered over the floor. Move! We raced over the land where we had last seen Vancer. She must have got out. The stairwell behind us began to cave in. Walker, what's happening? You killed him. And now the castle is dying too. Adler, run! We cleared the threshold just as the palace door caved in. I collapsed on the ground outside and began to shake. Walker took me in his arms. 
Stop! You killed him! Vansa was running towards us, a piece of parchment in her hand. Praxis's army has retreated. It's over. It's over. Walker held me tight and whispered in my ear. Atlas, if... And then we watched the morning sunrise as Tower's castle crumbled to the ground. Thanks for listening to A Prophecy of Incense and Snow. Looking for more great stories? Remember to hit the follow button on Spellbound. And for more love stories right now, follow Meet Cute on your favorite podcast app for a new rom-com series every month. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts for access to Meet Cute's full catalog. Vogue, The Run-Through, a new weekly podcast featuring the most riveting news in fashion and culture, with Vogue's take on the big stories. Fashion in relation to sports, culture and politics. From the red carpets and runways to political and cultural events. Bringing you undertold stories from around the globe, with voices rarely accessible and uncommonly authentic. On this season of The Run-Through, Serena Williams, Michaela Cole, Mathieu Blasé, and more. The Run-Through with Vogue. I'm Chloe Mao. I'm Cho Minardi. Available now wherever you get your podcasts.